Encounters in Nature, an open-air dialogue in the North Woods with Celtic polytheist Drew Jacob, voodoo priest Urban Haas, and humanistic pagan B.T. Newberg. Today's segment, the first in a five-part series, is entitled Sharing of Paths. there true that is a song of praise in Irish to the ancient Irish gods that's very beautiful thank, thank you. you so we're here tonight in the north woods of Minnesota not far from Ely we have our guests here Drew Jacob author hey everybody of, author of Rogue Priest and the new ebook walk like a god we have Urban Haas author of chasing the Assam hello everyone and I'm B.T. Newberg, editor of Humanistic Paganism. We are surrounded by birch woods with the crackle of the fire. We're in front of a lake that's still as glass. And above us, it's a totally clear night with as many stars as you care to count. It's a really beautiful evening. You guys are missing out. If you're listening <laughs> to this right now on your computer, I highly recommend throw that computer immediately in the garbage and run outside to experience it. But if you don't do that, we'll do our best to bring it to you. <laughs> I see a satellite passing overhead right around 11 o'clock. <laughs> shooting yeah. star, shooting star. There was a shooting star. <laughs> yeah, and we're recording this on a Blue Yeti microphone on a MacBook. So let's do this. Tonight we're going to be talking about encounters in nature. Uh, three very different traditions coming together to have this conversation. Uh, so let's introduce ourselves. Uh, shall we start with you, Drew? Sure, I'm happy to. Uh, Drew Jacob, the Rogue Priest, uh, author at roguepriest.net. Um, people often ask me, am I actually a priest? <laughs> the answer is yes, I am actually a priest. Although not the kind most people think. When, uh, when people hear the word priest in the United States, they usually think of a Catholic priest, which I'm not. Couldn't Where's be. your collar? Yeah, I, know, I always <laughs> leave that at home. Right. Uh, but I couldn't actually be farther from that. Um, I was trained as a priest in the uh, Sean Krajiv. Sean Krajiv is the old belief of Ireland, the uh, religion that people practiced before the advent of Christianity there, um, or at least as close to that as we can uh, as we can manage today. And that's the tradition that trained me and that I've taught for many years. Although uh, my own personal spirituality is developing a little bit beyond that, and uh, what I write about now is very much what I practice, which is the heroic life or the idea of living. Uh, living gloriously, living for high ideals, and uh, making a big impact on the world is the goal. So that's, uh, that's the heroic life in a few quick words. Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Urban Haas. Um, I'm an Ogun of Voodoo. Um, specifically, I'm an Ogun Serpuen, uh, which means I'm on point. It's kind of uh, the start of the path of priesthood, um, just initiated and ready to go on. I'm actually scheduled this September to do a sagwe, which is the last step of initiation. Um, at that point, uh, everything will be complete. Um, now, I am a priest of New Orleans voodoo uh, compared to Haitian voodoo, which is slightly different, uh, although a lot more similar than some think. 
And uh, that's me. And now, Urban, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about voodoo. And uh, sometimes when I think of voodoo, I'm thinking of like voodoo dolls, magic, grease grease, juju. How does that compare to what you do? Well, you know, voodoo is a, a, a tough subject in the United States. It's got a lot of baggage with it, most of it from Hollywood. Um, it's not, it's very sensationalized in the movies. Um, voodoo dolls are actually something that we have nothing to do with um, as far as uh, the juju or the magic, or um, which some people might call hoodoo. He is sticking pins in a doll right now. You can't see it, but he is doing it. <laughs> just, just the microphone. Um, no, um, actually, uh, voodoo is very much a religion and not uh, a magical practice. It's not something that people do for ill gain or for any ill reasons whatsoever. But um, actually, you know, we, what we what we do, what we take a vow to do, is to heal and to improve things. So it is very much religion and not not at all anything to do with zombies or any of those other things that have been very sensationalized in the movies. And in some ways it's a, it's a byproduct also of racism, uh, since it was a religion originally practiced by the slaves. Um, a lot of people have a very negative connotation with it from those uh, roots and heritage. Hmm. So um, there's a lot of... Uh, racism either blatant or um, even passive that are surrounding the subject. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you for giving enlightening us on that. And I am uh, B.T. Newberg. I am a pagan and a humanist. And recently I've been putting those together. Um, I have taken to calling myself a humanistic pagan. And what I mean by that is someone who uh, embraces the mythology and the spirit of uh, a, a pagan way of life inspired by pre-Christian European traditions, uh, including ritual, meditation, uh, myths, and, however, uh, taking a naturalistic view to that. The humanism side comes in for me in two basic ways. This is totally simplifying humanism, but uh, first is uh, the naturalistic view, which in another way to put that is not supernatural, but everything is within the material realm of nature. And the other part is responsibility, which I find in humanism there's, it's distinguished from something like atheism insofar as uh, it, there's a, a positive ethical component. Atheism is about what you don't believe in, humanism is about how you are going to live your life. And that's in a way where humans are seen as capable of and responsible for meeting the problems and the challenges that we face in our lives and in the world, in the environment, uh, all of the challenges that face our species today. I'd actually like to jump in there. One thing I'll, uh, I often get asked is, am I pagan? And since Brandon here is a pagan, I will point out that I actually am not, um, although I uh, People often consider the ancient Irish or ancient Celtic religions um, part of the pagan milieu, and certainly there is a lot of the neo-pagan tradition nowadays that follows um, aspects of those traditions. But the truth is that most modern paganism has very little in common with the religion that was practiced in ancient Europe in terms of ceremony, in terms of many of the beliefs and practices. Um, You're speaking of ritual and tradition? Ritual and tradition, exactly. And uh, so what, what we do in, our, in my tradition is more based on 
what was done in the ancient world, and as such, don't really consider ourselves part of that pagan movement um, that's taking hold today. Although the pagan religions are beautiful religions, but it's sort of uh, two different takes, sometimes on the same gods, just like uh, Muslims and Christians worship the same god, but nonetheless two very different religions. So let me ask you this. Um, since I have the two of you here, and one's obviously pagan, one's saying he's not. <laughs> How would you define paganism? <laughs> so that we understand what you're saying you're not. I mean, sure. maybe that would help draw the distinction. You know, uh, the, the traditional <coughs> meaning of the word pagan that has been in use for the longest is uh, really a catch-all term. It doesn't refer to a religion at all in particular. It just means anyone who's not Christian, or a little bit more broadly, anyone who's not either Christian, Jewish, or Muslim. And so it doesn't really refer to any one specific tradition, but just a catch-all term for anything that's not that. So by that loose and really rather bad definition, and I we're am all pagan. Pagans. We're all pagans here. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the in more recent years, in the last century, it's really come to be applied as a name for a specific group of religions, which includes things like Neo-Druidism, Wicca, um, Celtic Reconstructionism, and a variety of other um, sort of European myth-based uh, traditions. And so that's what I would consider myself not to be a part of. <laughs> sure. Sure. As much as I respect and love that branch of religions, uh, it's just not actually what I do. I, I'm confused, because, and I don't mean to cause too much dissension here, mm -hmm. but I've heard you speak of Reconstructionism before. Yeah. So you're talking about Reconstructionism in one sense, but not the Reconstruction that you practice? or Right. And Reconstructionism is, is used in two ways as well. And the way that we use it in our tradition is that it's essentially an act. You know, if, if there's a ceremony that's been lost, and this is what Reconstructionism is, if anyone doesn't know, is the idea that if, um, you know, beliefs, stories, um, rituals have been lost when cultures were converted to Christianity and, and religions were wiped out, that they can sometimes be recovered through scholarship and research, um, or some people would say also through visions and sort of inspiration. To um, try to reconnect with the divine that originally imposed those practices right, to begin with? Right, exactly, and bring okay. it back in some way. And so there are, there are folks who treat that act as a religion into itself, and they tend to fall under the, the umbrella of neo-paganism. Um, within our tradition, certainly, since there are a lot of things that were lost in the ancient world, um, we do engage in reconstruction, but it's sort of just a, one of many practices that a priest might um, specialize in and pursue. Okay. You buy all that? Interesting. PT? I would agree with him. On, okay. on, uh, I would agree with you on his definition of paganism, <laughs> okay. or the way he's described it. And mostly with the reconstruction, um, I would add, uh, just for the sake of my friends out there who are Hellenic polytheists uh, and reconstructionists, that a lot of them don't necessarily uh, feel that they fall under the umbrella of paganism. Yeah. It kind of in the same way that you feel that way. Yeah, there's a growing movement of that for people sort of, including some reconstructionists and certainly any, you know, any of the sort of um, more traditional pagans. Um, starting to step away from the label of pagan and sort of leave that to the, the neo-pagans and witches and Wiccans and that kind of thing. Right. And perhaps as the uh, movement grows, or should I say the movements grow and become more and more differentiated, get more and more of a following, perhaps that's appropriate. You think it's part of the refinement of what paganism actually is and means that causes that kind of distinction between the two? or uh, Between the two of yourselves, I mean. Uh, it could be. Um, <coughs> I'd be uh, perfectly happy, let's put it this way, to see multiple different religions and traditions evolve out of what's going on in our contemporary world. So, um, if they should find a point of commonality and unity that they can all fit under one umbrella term, 
super. I don't know if that's going to happen, and I don't think it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I also am always uh, very dubious when a group is going under a term that not only did they not give themselves, but was not even a very respectful term in the first place. And there are many groups out there that have managed to reclaim terms that were once derogatory. Um, pagans have not managed to do that. It went from meaning people who have a fake religion or a stupid religion, which is what it meant for a very long time, to meaning um, kind of a sort of vague, hard-to-define group of beliefs, or maybe belief isn't that important, and a lot of other things. It's a lot of different traditions and ideas under that umbrella. It's not a good catch-all term. I find that very Hmm. interesting because my historical understanding of the term Mm -hmm. uh, differs from yours. I mean, not that I disagree with, you know, the the word pagan meant a lot of non-Christians, but Mm -hmm. um, my association was always more nature-based or Mm -hmm. some kind of Mm nature-based religion, which I only bring it up because that's the topic of tonight. Right. Right. and I, that was my understanding of it, and in some ways I, I, I wonder how incorrect I've been with that. Well, so with that, actually with that idea in mind, so then do you consider voodoo to be pagan? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the rub. <laughs> I think it would fit with the first definition of the, of the non-Christian, but mm-hmm. um, as far as the nature-based, it's obviously been practiced in nature quite a bit. Um, in, in fact, especially in the United States in the early days of slavery, it was very much... Uh, something that was practiced out in the woods, out in the fields, um, away from the house, or you know, maybe inside something. But uh, no, I would, I would actually push it more towards the, uh, in the in the realm of, of ancestor worship. Or if it, although ancestor worship is actually a phrase that we kind of shy away from, mm. although that happens somewhat privately in the home. Um, that's not really what the religion's about. Um, it's it's more of a connection uh, to. Um, the divine as much as we can through the intermediaries of the law. So, um, as far as that's concerned, no, I, I don't know if I'd fit under the pagan umbrella from that sense either. So I guess I'm with you. I'm not pagan. <laughs> and I'm I'm curious that connection with the divine or the loas is the divine seen as part of or within nature? Are they uh, separate from or super nature, supernatural? For anyone listening, by the way, loas are, would it be fair to say gods in the... No, no, it's definitely it's not. not fair. It's Sorry, definitely spirits. not fair to say spirits. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's, I, no, that's no. what we mean by loas. <laughs> yeah. Voodoo, voodoo is, is a monotheistic religion. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one god, and he is very remote and very far from us, and, and we can't actually reach him in the traditional sense. So we have the intermediaries, those that have gone before us and that have died and, and that have been... Um, so profound or exceptional that um, they have lived on in that sense as, as more of an archetype. And um, they're the intermediaries for us. As far as uh, what I consider that natural, I, supernatural is probably closer. Um, you know, we talk about the invisible world, the world behind this one. So um, in, in one sense, yeah, part of it is natural, that's this world. Mm-hmm. And part of it is supernatural, that's the other world. So it's almost both. Now was it was it really all, I mean, is it really monotheistic? It's, or is it sort of, you know, 300 years ago they would have really seen it as many gods, and since that would get them frowned upon by Christians, it's sort of been re, re, rebranded a little bit, sort of a new lingo added to it to make it more acceptable? I don't think so. Um, you know, in, in the earliest Loa, I mean, they are more telling the story of man and how man came to be with the first life. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't consider that godlike, although some people might think that our earliest ancestors were more godlike in the sense that they were the progenitors of our race. Um, 
I wouldn't quite call that God. And yeah. at least at least my understanding of it today um, is no. Um, that that is not the case. The closest analogy actually is that of the Catholic saints as the mm-hmm. intermediaries in Catholicism to God, although I know some Christians don't believe that and some do. Um, that's probably the closest analogy in, in, in some ways how voodoo can be syncretic with Christianity in a way, and, or at least with Catholicism. This has been Encounters in Nature, an open-air dialogue in the North Woods with Celtic polytheist Drew Jacob, voodoo priest Urban Haas, and humanistic pagan B.T. Newberg. Next time, Drew explains how everyone is hardwired to respond to nature. BT points out that humans too are a part of nature, and Urban reveals why voodoo is a full contact religion. Encounters in Nature is a production of humanistic paganism. HTTP colon slash slash humanistic paganism dot wordpress dot com. Ah,